No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventures should be fun. Adventures should be rugged. Adventures should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. All right. Hey there. Welcome everyone to On Second Watch. How would Sean Bean have died edition? Podcast Secret Santa edition. Is this not who you were thinking you were going to hear? Oh no. I hope they told you that we were going to be here. Do you have any idea who we are? <laughs> hey, all this is Rich. This is Natalie. And we normally host a show called Not Suitable for Adults, but we're doing a very special Secret Santa edition mm-hmm. uh, where we've taken over on Second Watch. We've taken it over, and then another podcast has taken over our podcast, and another po- podcast has taken over that podcast, and it's a Secret Santa swaparoo. Yeah, so you'll uh, hopefully hear a promo for this uh on the show and hopefully you've heard it before and if you want to listen to your normal favorite hosts well you're gonna have to go find them on one of those other awesome shows Mm -hmm. and we hope you'll go give our show a listen called not suitable for adults we host a show uh where two parents we listen to or we watch our kids shows and movies and then we tell you whether we like them for ourselves uh we don't care about whether our daughter likes them or not we just care if we like them exactly that's it so uh we're here to do uh, how would Sean Bean have died? I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I know. It's really, this is totally different from what we normally do. Yes. Um, but we've, we've given it some thought. We did get permission uh, through sort of the, the special secret Santa process that we did with these podcasts. They don't know that we. Uh, Nobody knows who each other got. Right. So they don't know that it's us, but they did post in sort of our chat that whoever got their show didn't need to worry about doing. Uh, a movie that they had done before. We just need to pick a movie that we know. And so we're actually going to do this for a movie that we watched last Christmas. Mm-hmm. Since uh, it's Christmas time. Show. Yeah. Since it's Christmas holiday season, we decided to do um, a little bit of a holiday edition of this edition. So many editions. <laughs> it's a, lots of special editions. Very collectible, this episode. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to do Home Alone. We're going to tell you yes, Kevin, how Sean Bean would have died in Home Alone. And we're going to kind of put our own spin on this. So we both spent some time thinking about this. And we're both going to pitch you mm-hmm. uh, our opinions on on how he would have how he would have fit into that movie. Yes. And then how he would have perished. Yes. Sean Bean. That's a that's a that's a man right there. <laughs> He does die a lot. He knows how to die in a movie, that's for sure. Sometimes it's a good guy, sometimes it's a bad guy. He did not die in um, National Treasure. That's true. I think that's the only one, though. Let's talk about the movie a little bit. Yes. Um, just in case, I don't know, you haven't seen Home Alone. Um, Who are you? Go watch Home Alone. Yes, please. I mean, you really should watch it first before I listen to this episode. 100%. You won't, um, you won't know what we're talking about. In the movie, uh, young Macaulay Culkin brings the character of Kevin McAllister to life. Mm-hmm. Um, this is sort of the beginning of his... I mean, he did other things before this, but this is kind of it for me. This, this is, is this is him coming this into is his Macaulay's, own. This is Macaulay's movie. This is, he gets a franchise with this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and he's he's a, a young member of a gigantic family who's about to go uh, to Paris. To Paris? And the first one, it is indeed Paris. Yes. Okay. Um, Wait. Was it Paris? I know, right? The now first one was Paris? Or was the first one, like, the beach or something? No, I think it's Paris because that one cousin calls him les incompetents. Like, she oh, makes a whole big deal out mm, of calling him a French mm, word. Mm-hmm. It's the next one where they go to the weird hotel in Florida or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he's in this giant family. Uh, no one knows what his dad does, but they own a mansion. It's a gigantic mansion. Um, I'm not. I I don't want to. I don't want to rep our show too much on this no, show. But we have. We're talked, encouraged to. We should. Yes, we have talked in detail, a little more detail about this movie on our show. Of course, it was a year ago. Yeah, go back we to like our fifth to, episode. Yeah, we may have to. Um, we may have to revisit that one. Do a digital remaster. But that's one of the things. Is like. What the heck does this guy do where he can afford a house that sleeps like it sleeps like 15 people? Yeah, comfortably. And it's like in Chicago in this huge suburban nice area. It's a huge house. It's a, yeah. It's and like three or four are monogrammed. stories. Their doorknob is yeah. monogrammed. They have a McAllister doorknob. An M. It's just a big M. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Anyway, so uh, Kevin gets left behind because he's a little twerp. Um, and that's true. They, like, they try and make you feel bad for Kevin at the beginning, but he he's not a good boy. He's not awesome, but also <laughs> he's not given a lot of chances to be awesome. Sure, that's fair. I I think he is a twerp, but also I think that he is also very low on the family totem pole. Yeah. And so I think any kid would act out. That's fair. I That's, mean, he's a kid. He's like seven. He's so. a kid, and he's not being paid attention to. Yeah. So, uh, so he gets left behind. They through because there's so many, uh, so many kids, and then like the whole family oversleeps for their early flight to Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he gets left, and he loves it at first. He just loves it, and he's going to run the house. Um, many things happen. He sort of realizes that uh, he gets kind of lonely, mm-hmm. and then also there are burglars. And that's really the main thrust of the story. <laughs> oh, and also there are burglars. There's these burglars who are going through this very affluent neighborhood while everyone's out of town and robbing the houses, which is a super smart burglar idea. It is a great burglar idea. And what I like is the recon that they do. Yeah. like He walks in as a police officer. He's dressed as a police officer. Yep. And he says, hey, just checking in to make sure, like, I know you're going to be leaving over the holidays um how long are you going to be gone is your alarm system set yeah. everything like he's kind of like we've heard there's going to be burglaries and they're like ah don't worry about us yeah <laughs> so he gets like he gets like a look inside the house and right so the a story of this movie is kevin defeating the burglars who are trying to get into his house that's the, the main bandits. thing the wet bandits yes um, and the reason they're called the wet bandits is because they go rob a house and then plug up all the drains and leave all the faucets running. Yeah. So they flood the houses. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the A story. The B story is the family figuring out that Kevin's not there and uh, and trying to get back to him, back to Chicago. And the C story 
is Mr. Marley mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is this old man who we see sort of at the beginning. He's salting the streets and he's like all the kids are afraid of him. And just because he... Um, because the rumor he, is he killed his family and... and Yeah. Yeah. And we learn through the movie that it's really just that he, he lives alone. Like, I think his wife passed away and his he's estranged from his son and the rest mm-hmm. of his family. So he's just a sad old man. Yeah. Trying to do what he can to help his neighborhood, which is to salt the streets. Who um, wants to really be with his granddaughter it. on Christmas? He yeah. wants to be with his granddaughter. Yeah, and that's where Kevin finds that out. They're over at like the local church, and yeah. she's singing in the choir, and he's like, oh yeah, that's my granddaughter up there, and I'm not allowed to talk to her, but this is how I can see her. It's really sad. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. <clears throat> um, anyway, Kevin beats the bandits. Mm-hmm. Um, in the story, uh, Mr. Marley actually saves kevin at the yes. end mm-hmm. because kevin gets at the last second he escapes his house and goes into his neighbor's house mm-hmm. um that is being flooded that, by yeah, the bandits that's because, in the process of being being wetted yes because they have hit this house before they came over to them the calendar yeah what why did you say because i said hit it hit this house no. I thought you, I thought you looked <laughs> at me and smiled and i thought maybe i said the wrong thing no it was great um and yeah, the basement they've put like towels in the drain right. and turned the water on so that so it's he, flooding. So he runs up through the basement yeah. and the wet bandits are waiting for him and they're about to like get him. They hang him on a hook. They're they're gonna legit murder They're about to this, murder him. This boy, this child. And then they turn around and Mr. Marley's there and he knocks him out with a snow shovel. Mm-hmm. Uh saves Kevin. The police are already called mm-hmm. and uh the day is saved. Mm. And then Christmas morning he wakes up and he thinks his family are going to be there, mm-hmm. but they're not. And then his mom is. Yeah. Because in the D story. <laughs> D story is probably the best part of the movie, right? The D story is once she's back and trying to get back to, like, she's back in and the States and she? trying to get to Chicago. Who is she? Who's the mom? Well, it's um, it's uh, Catherine O'Hara who plays Moira in Schitt's Creek. <laughs> yes. And, and everybody accompanied... forgets that. Everybody forgets that that's. And she's accompanied by... This is your favorite part. It is, because this is the thing people also forget. Yeah. John Candy yeah. is the leader of a polka band <laughs> on his way to Chicago. <laughs> and so she rides in a van with this polka band led by John Candy. And and they have like this whole talk on the way. I just think it's a really fun, like weird cameo yeah. almost for John... Anyway. Um, Don't get rich maybe, started on the John Candy Maybe portion. Sean Bean should have been John Candy. Hmm. Hmm. No, <clears throat> then no. John Candy wouldn't have been John Candy. That's true. I, I wouldn't want to take that from John. No. Um. So she gets back. She gets back like right as he's looking for his family to be there. She arrives. Uh, and then like, I feel like minutes later, the whole rest of the family is there. Yeah, because she waits their their flight. They can't get a flight till the next day. And she's like, no, no, no. I have to get I have right to now. get. And she has to like basically do she a flies, patchwork. She flies into like, New York and then has yeah. to drive the rest of the way. Yeah. And the family ends up getting there right after her just waiting for that next flight, which yeah. is um really annoying to me like it would it would burn me up but let's get on yeah so let's let's do this you want to go first you want me to go first um you go first gladly um if i were recasting uh or not recasting but if we were just going back in time and through mad through magic and through movie magic through holiday miracle holiday miracle uh, putting Sean Bean into a movie. I would not add a new role for Sean Bean in okay. the movie Home Alone. 
I would cast him as um, Old Man Marley. The, the neighbor. The neighbor who... With the shovel. Yeah, he's got the shovel. He's shoveling the sidewalks. And everyone thinks that he's a serial killer. That he, like, killed his whole family. Right. And then put them in the salt barrels. And that he uses their remains to salt the streets. I have a fir- my first issue. Okay, I'm ready. Sean Bean is too handsome. Well, this is why he would he would then, at that point, have a more central role in the movie. Okay. All right. He wouldn't just be the creepy man next door. No, well, he would be, but but there would be more. We would we would explore that His portion. Story. We would explore that <laughs> portion of the story a bit more of this idea of like his sort of darkness. Mm. <clears throat> would he be old? He would not be. He would not be old. Okay. I thought I thought about this a little bit. Okay. Um, I would change it up a little bit. So instead of him uh, being an old man. Uh, his wife's died and he's estranged from his son mm-hmm. it, he'd be just a normal middle-aged man and he's divorced and not able to see his daughter okay that's how that's how we would work that part sure um but then uh, i think we would tease the audience with some more like wait maybe he's a serial killer mm. <laughs> he's he's highly <laughs> suspicious yeah in nature yeah sure um and so i think that that we would see um a couple of scenes of like, uh, maybe while Kevin's doing some of his errands on the on the two, like two or three days where he's alone and liking it, like he's walking by and he sees like he hears a loud thunk and he turns around and he sees like Marley like dragging his dragging his uh, his uh, trash can with him, but it doesn't look like it, like it look it looks like stuff that's not salt is falling out. Like maybe he's dragging a body. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. So I want to set up the idea. That he could be what they claim. That he could be what they claim. Sure. Um, and then when he has the conversation with um, with Kevin about being, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a bad guy. I just, I just love my daughter. I don't get to see her. Yeah. I would, that would have a little bit of a darker tone. They, they would be like, oh no, I'm not a bad guy. Like, <laughs> only with his great British you're t- accent. You're really turning to him into more of a creep. Well, I want him to seem like a creep. Okay. Because then um, the way that he would die mm-hmm. is that um, instead of instead of when the when the wet bandits catch Kevin, they hang him up on a hook in this house, and they're saying, "What are we going to do to him?" Right. And uh, and Joe Pesci's character is like, "We're going to do everything he did to us. We're going to burn his hair. We're going right. to make him step on a nail. They're going to torture a seven year old, basically." And so, um, instead, in this version, uh, when they hang him up, and and Harry goes, "What are we going to do?" Or no, Marv. What Marv goes, "What are we going to do to him, Harry?" He's like, "Screw all this, all these random tricks and things. We're going to shoot him." And they pull a, and they pull a gun on Kevin. Okay. Um, and then uh, Kevin sort of looks up and and is like shocked. And they turn around and there's Marley with his with his shovel, and he smashes Joe Pesci in the face. But when that happens, Joe Pesci shoots Marley. Mm, this is very dramatic. Yeah. This is no longer a children's movie. No, it's not. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Um, well, I mean... A family movie. We're killing yes. We're killing a character. We're killing... Um, yeah. So it's not a really We're a straying family. into PG-13. <laughs> yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Um, so he gets... So he gets shot. Um, there's a... There's a struggle. And Marley ends up uh, knocking both of them out, as he did. But he's mortally wounded. 
Um, and then we have kind of kind of a replication of the scene from Lord of the Rings, where okay. <laughs> where Boromir, where where Aragorn and Boromir are sitting there, and Aragorn's like basically like you really are a good guy, you really are. Yeah. And Boromir's like I I could have done better. I I know. And Aragorn's like yeah, that's true. But but listen, we all make mistakes, and you're a good guy. We basically have we basically have a moment like that where now Kevin knows he knows mm-hmm. because this man saved his life mm-hmm. um, that that he that he isn't a bad man and he and he dies in his arms oh dies does, in kevin's arms so when i heard the lord of the rings thing i thought maybe you meant it would take 10 bullets to get him to oh get no. To no 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 <laughs> it's just that it's just the conversation gets replicated gotcha. uh no yeah so it's just that it's just that kevin's holding him while they have this conversation about how he's redeemed himself how is Kevin holding him when the wet bandits are still there? Did he knock him out with the shovel? Yeah, he knocked him out. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. In the struggle, he's okay. he's able to knock out the bandits. Okay. Um, and then he and then he like I guess he probably doesn't have the strength to like pick Kevin up from the hook, mm. but Kevin like wriggles out of his little like sweater or something. He's wearing like a t-shirt on underneath it. He comes over, he he, he and he cradles him, and they talk about this. And Sean Bean Marley dies in Kevin's arms. All right. Is it my turn? That's how Sean Bean would have died in my in my version of In my home alone. In my home alone, that's how he would have died. In my home alone, um I decided to um recast mm-hmm. also, but a character that you only see for a very brief second oh. becomes a much bigger part of the movie. Okay. And that is the police officer that comes and knocks on their door looking for Kevin. Uh So this is Sean Bean. Mm -hmm. Mom calls in saying, my kid is alone. Yeah. This is um, Sean Bean's last day before retirement. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It hurts my heart to do this to Sean Bean. This is Sean Bean's last day before retirement. (laughs) And he's like, literally, he just has to go to this call and go home, and he's done. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, it's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole story. Okay. Um, I'm, I mean, it's longer than a few minutes, is uh-huh. what I mean. Okay. Um, uh, the lady's like, oh, there's a crazy mom. She says her kid's at home alone. He's like, I'll go check it out. I mean, I'm fixing to, you know, retire anyway. I need to take it easy. So <laughs> This will be an easy call. <laughs> so he goes, and he knocks on the door. Do you remember the police officer in the first one? He goes on, he knocks on the door, and he rings the doorbell like three times, and then he goes, there's nobody here. Yeah. And then they never come It's impossible that there's a child in here by themselves, because they didn't answer the door when I rang. (laughs) Right. Hmm. Maybe there's a child in here that is afraid, because they are alone. Impossible. And they are not allowed to talk to... Anyway. Sean Bean goes, he knocks on the door, Kevin doesn't answer, and he's like, well... I'll, I need to look more into this, but I can't right now because I don't have the the means to get into the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she he then starts trying to get more in contact with the mom. And um, the whole time, the po- other police officers are like, this is just, it's not a big deal. It's fine. And he's like, hey, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to do my job, you know. And I just have a feeling that this is legit. <laughs> and um, 
So he does what a cop. He does what at a the minimum what a cop do. would have done. <laughs> In the in the real world, he yeah. would have said, "There's something. There's more to. There's a reason this is happening." Yeah, um, he gets a hold of the mom um, at some point in time, maybe at the airport, mm-hmm. maybe you know before she leaves with John Candy, um, and she gives him permission to investigate further, and she's like, "No, I need somebody to go check on my kid," and he. Uh, until this point, he's been trying to get in contact with her. We've just been seeing little shots of him trying to investigate this a little further. Yeah. Um, he comes across them while, and it's the exact same scene. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. He comes across them while they are trying to get Kevin. So he goes to the house, sees all of this carnage everywhere because all of the shenanigans have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and he hears a yell because Macaulay Culkin like screams really good in this movie. Sure. Um, he hears a yell from the neighbor's house, runs over there, runs into the basement and there's that, the water standing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, here's the thing that I have been trying to decide. Okay. Cause you brought out the gun. Yeah. They didn't have, well, in my brain, I'm like, they didn't have guns. They had crowbars. Right. So I'm just, I'm I'm trying to think of what weapon they would use. But he's trying, he runs up, Kevin's on the hook. Mm-hmm. He runs up to Kevin. I can't believe we decided. So basically, it's going to end almost the same way here. Almost the same. Almost. Okay. Kevin has no idea who this guy is. <laughs> right. That's the main difference. Yeah. Okay. He runs up to Kevin. He's grabbing him up off the hook, and then he gets hit in the back of the head with a crowbar, falls down the stairs, and into the water. And if you remember, it was, on Macaulay Culkin, it was, like, um, yeah, it was waist really deep. deep. But he's knocked out, and he's in the water. So he's going to drown. He drowns. So what, how did... In the basement. Of the in the of the neighbor's house. So how did the so he came in and the wet bandits heard him enter, so they hid. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he came up. Uh, so when he saw all the carnage and heard the yelling, he started like radioing in for help. Okay, and he's shining his flashlight around and stuff. So they they heard him and noticed him, um, coming. But they okay. already had him up on and they um just hid until he came up and they clocked him so he gets no like story resolution in yours he just sort of has a tragic he has a very tragic end um he's very noble until the end Uh uh-huh um and at the end of the movie macaulay culkin Mm -hmm. learns or kevin McAllister learns more about him and goes to his policeman's funeral and the um and on the news broadcast it's like the wet bandits have been apprehended um uh all um but it cost the life of senior officer sean bean rory okay I can only think of M-words because I'm thinking Macaulay Culkin and McAlexander. No, no. Oh, McAlexander. Okay. <laughs> no, like, because I can only think, hold on, Rory Smith. <laughs> Getting real creative. I can't think the creative of... creative juices I are flowing. I can't think of names. I put all of my effort 
<laughs> into, into coming up with this story, and I cannot think of what his you, name would you're be. You're like, hard create, creative, 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 Rory. Oh. Rory is the, the the best I can come up with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rory Johnson is his name, and he um, dry, dies a tragic death in the line of duty on his last day. And the whole McAllister family is there, mm -hmm. lined up, all 57 of them, lined up at his funeral. Yeah. Fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> Directed um, by John Hughes. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, it's just, it's a side story um, that nobody sees coming. <laughs> <laughs> You were saying that mine went in a dark direction. I feel like yours, your your ending is darker than mine. My ending is darker, but my guy was nicer through the whole thing. So I when see. He, so when he died, it was more tragic. Your guy was there was more uncertainty dark throughout. Yeah, yeah, and then had a redemption at the end. Right. Yeah. I think we both came up with a pretty good Sean Bean endings, I think Bean we did endings, a though. really good job. You know what I think I realized through this through this project is that Sean Bean does pretty much all, mostly dies in whatever project he's in, but it's always at a very uh, a very important story beat moment. It's never pointless. A lot of times, it's very self sacrificial as yeah. well. So um, I think we grabbed. And held on to the essence of the Sean Bean death. I and, hope so. And I think we did a really good job. Yeah, I think of the since we're the only ones here right now to sort of judge how well that went, I think we can agree it was great. I'm pretty sure this is <laughs> the best one yet. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so what Natalie's saying is we just dropped into a podcast <laughs> and just outperformed. No, listen. No, this was... no, 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 no. <laughs> Um, no, but this has been a lot of fun. Lots of fun. And, uh, you know, the, the, the whole project, again, I'm calling it project, like, like we're, like we're some sort of nineties band. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, this whole, uh, podcast secret Santa thing has been a really fun thing to sort of, uh, prepare and get ready. Uh, we really hope that you will go listen to all those shows, um, and especially, go listen to our show. Go ahead and head over and subscribe to Not Suitable for Adults. Yeah, you're listening to this because you like this podcast that uh -huh. we're on now. If you thought we were interesting to listen to, come and listen to us. Yeah, we yeah we we are we, we like do each a, other. We do a parent thing, but it's mainly about making fun of and laughing at and reviewing TV and movies. Mm -hmm. For that's it's just that it's designed for kids, but that. But a lot of it is still stuff that we enjoy, so there's a chance you'll enjoy it, too. Yeah. Well, uh, this has been On Second Watch, How Would Sean Bean Have Died edition. Christmas edition. Christmas edition, podcast, Secret Santa edition, not suitable for adults edition. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventures should be fun. Adventures should be rugged. Adventures should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. 
Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. Using marijuana before the age of 25 could actually cause changes in our memory. That's because THC, the active chemical in weed, attaches to receptors in the hippocampus, the part of your brain that creates memories. Learn about marijuana at our website. 